Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. To AFL Nation, for elders, looking to make a move? Then think Elders Home Loan and Tire Power. Vegas competition with Toyo Open Country Tires. It is first semi-final night at the MCG. Melbourne and Carlton to do battle. The teams are unchanged. The subs are in. Josh Shackey is the sub for the Demons. And Ollie Hollins is the sub for the Blues. AFL Nation is for Elders Home Loans. Looking to make a move? Then think Elders Home Loans. And for tyre power, get the power. Very shortly we will be inside the Blues camp with Aaron Hamill, uh, Jared Waitley, Dwayne Russell, Brad Johnson and Jared Healy with you for the call. Just uh, a few thoughts on some of what has transpired during the week. Um, and the, the Grundy scenario is a fascinating one, isn't he? Is, is he the right pickup for Sydney? Well, I think he's the best ruckman available. It depends on how much you pay depend, before you can say how much of a good deal of it, it is. I've heard a million bucks. And I've heard 600, and uh, Collingwood continue to pay. So he's not going to be getting any less, I would assume. So I haven't heard. Have you heard whether Collingwood is still contributing? Because I've heard both stories emphatically expressed to me that, yes, he's not, uh, and yes, he is. No, I don't feel like I can settle that no, debate yeah. for you. <laughs> so I think they desperately need a ruckman. Unfortunately, uh, the Laddams experiment hasn't been a success at this stage. He's let himself down with a suspension close to finals. He's... Uh, Hasn't got himself fit enough, so his future is right on the line. It's up to him whether or not he can reassert himself. But Grundy, I hope, has uh, got himself four years left in footy and uh, he makes the the minimum and he he comes back and plays really good footy. He played some good footy at the start of this year when when Max wasn't playing for Melbourne, Uh, but we haven't seen it a lot over the last couple of years, so he's got got a bit to prove. He He certainly does. I think it's a good fit with Hickey now retiring. You're right with your your assessment of Laddams. So, therefore, you know, that's that's the one club who's searching for someone to keep feeding the ball to their gun mids. And 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 Port, Port too. Yeah. I mean, it was a two-horse race, and they both desperately needed one. Yeah, good point. So who's their second ruck? Is it McLean going forward? I think so. I think McLean is the He sort of established himself in the forward line as well. He's done a good job, hasn't Mm. he? But he's also around the groundwork. Even in their final was was pretty strong last oh, he was week. Strong so last week so I think that ridiculous. sort of showed that you know that that's that's the perfect role for a McLean to be involved in the game, and then you've got your, your key ruckman who can also push forward and, and fill that role also. Laddams is an interesting one. He has got a lot of talent. Laddams. I agree with that. He's got a lot of upside, but he just hasn't been able to nail it at uh, Port, and he went to Sydney as the number one man, and Hickey actually dislodged him again. So um, he's 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 got. Something to offer, but uh, he needs to really have a huge pre-season. Got suspended at a couple of key moments as well. He did. Let him, so yeah. that cost him. I think last year's final series yeah, was, even yeah. late in the VFL, which... Didn't go down well. No, it wouldn't have <laughs> gone down well. And they'll, they'll improve because of that, Sydney. So they stay in the final line. You, you wouldn't want to not improve your list over summer, would you? If no. you're one of those teams that I aren't playing at the moment. Collingwood set the benchmark last year. Or this year, I should say. They picked up four or five fantastic players. Probably four of them are going to be playing in uh, their premiership side if they, they get to the premiership. 
Uh, I can't see Billy Frampton making it, but it is, he's, he's been a fantastic part of it. The Blues have just run out to go through their warm-up. Aaron Hamill is with us downstairs. Aaron, great to have you with us on AFL Nation. Evening, gents. Um, thanks for having me. You're feeling it? It's a big atmosphere as it concerns the Blues at the moment. Yeah, you certainly have, um, Jared. I'm, I, I guess a couple of weeks ago it was a slow build-up, but, but this week's um, come, come upon us pretty quickly. So, um, look, we got back to work pretty quickly on the Sunday, um, and then we sort of roll into the week as a normal week. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a really uh, consistent build-up for us. Aaron, in regards to, and good luck tonight, number number one, but but firstly, simply, did you get caught up in the roar last week? Because there were there were four massive roars. One was at the start of the game and the first goal to, to Doherty, then Kerno, then Cripps' goal. But the end of the game, seriously, was the loudest I've heard this MCG. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you, John. It sort of uh, brought me back to the playing days. And then <laughs> I just reflect to the 99 prelim um, against the Essendon. That was probably the the most, uh, and that was two decades ago, the most recent sort of sort of buzz that I got. And we were, we're behind the glass in the coach's box, obviously. But um, oh, just to see the joy on the boys' faces, um, you know, a lot of them have waited for that. For a long time, you know, Cripps, Weeders and Doherty, it, it's been well documented. But uh, we felt they embraced it the right way. They were, they were really composed and methodical and worked through a number of challenges throughout the, throughout the week. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, to get off to the start is what you want and, and, and ideally what you need. And then the boys slowly found a fair bit of rhythm and, and, we, and we got the game on our terms for a little bit there. Did you talk about tension throughout the week? There's obviously a, a, it's a, it's a final, it's a cutthroat final. There's, there's, there's tension in the air, there was tension in the stands. As well, which uh, I know you, you you can't control and try not to think about. But did you did you talk about that, or is there a different feel about the group now that they've got that first finals win together? Yeah, I think so, Jono. And and and, and we're pretty lucky and, and fortunate. We touch on that a lot around you know our our Carton family and and the spirit that we have and the passion that we have. We we play regularly in front of 80,000 80, plus. You know, we're one of the one of the lucky ones that have have a really strong big supporter base. And and Vossi. Um, you know, he he lent into that a little bit during the week, um, and and really was was quite raw in front of the group and said, "Boys, if I've if I've got a story for you, if I've if I have, um, you know, if I can solve any problems or issues or, or give you something to lean into, I'd I'd let you know. But you guys are ready for it." Um, and he and he instilled an enormous amount of belief, um, and we know that doesn't guarantee us anything. Um, but but we felt we prepared him really well, and Vossi was outstanding and. Um, you know, it was it was a really consistent approach, but uh, yeah, I have to agree with you. I think getting the first one out of the way, and then they're then they're really you know they're they're a dog hungry group, and they've been starved a while for for team success, and that's what they're striving for. We know it's all about uh, inches or centimeters, but I assume that the uh, the rule went out or the order went out that no one cuts their fingernails after Blake Akers uh, got you across the line. Yeah, a little bit, Jared. We, uh, we we did highlight that during the week, but um, probably more importantly than that, it was just the role that he's been able to play yep. for us and, and that small forward, which is which we know is a, a, quite a challenging role to link onto the wing and the team defence and the system that we need. But, um, yeah, he's been a beauty, Akers, for us. He's, uh, I was fortunate enough to work with him at Saints for a couple of years and... Uh, he was trialled in a number of positions, but um, you know he's, he's settled over the last couple of years as, as that winger, and um, he certainly embraced that role, and he's quite powerful, and he gives us a different look around stoppage too, if need be, if we if we want to push him in a bit tighter and use him as an extra mid. So so he's quite versatile, but we love how he's embraced his role as a wing. We're very much a uh, a win loss industry, and uh, the analysis uh, can spin depending on uh, which side of the ledger you fall on. That uh, everybody. Uh, examine Melbourne's entries uh, to with an inch of its life. But uh, Carlton, last week yourselves, you had 29 inside 50s in the second half and you took just three marks. And Sydney had a record 
16 intercepts. So your entries weren't all that flash in the second half either. Have you addressed that with the group uh, over the week? Yeah, it certainly didn't go unnoticed, Jared. It was um, it was something that, um, and we've been really consistent with our review in terms of the the offense defense contest as, as every phase. But we did spend some time, certainly on entry, um, and, we, and we know that what we're coming up against tonight is, you know, they're top three defensively, Melbourne, and yeah. you know, and, and there was a lot of talk around the the Collingwood Melbourne game. But the fact is, they kept Collingwood to 38 entries, um, and they had an, they had an enormous amount of supply of 68. So. So we don't want to be involved in any of those sort of games. We um, we feel if we do give them that many that many entries and opportunities, we'll um, you know not only you know we feel that we can defend that strongly, but you've got to start your game at, back from um, D50 defensive mid, which is quite challenging against a really strong, aggressive team like Melbourne, particularly their front half game. So um, we, we're certainly really aware of what's coming, but from an entry point of view, we we need to um, yeah we need to just change things up a little bit, start getting getting our ball movement going a little bit you can focus heavily on your entry but it's what happens further uh, sort of back in the field and we need to challenge more go open side hit, hit, hit the shorts and get some run and overlap so we need to be quite dynamic and, and give our forwards the best chance speaking of your, your forward line the, the, the opposition have brought Tomlinson back in probably in some ways to to get their structure to get lever as that that intercept maybe play a bit more of a freer freer game Will you identify that and will you have someone go to him early and try and restrict that influence or will you just play that out as it, uh, as it unfolds? Yeah, I think rightly so. We, you know, it occupied a, a fair amount of minutes in match committee, John O, with, um, with Lever. Last couple of times we played him, he's had 20-odd uh, intercepts. So we, we need to take that away. Um, you know, we, need to, we know how aggressive they can be with their ball movement and, and how much they challenge us. So, look, well, it, it's certainly a, a really close watch. We'll... We'll get to go. We'll get to work early on it, playing our our way, and 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 in terms of our ball movement and contests and getting it getting it to ground. But um, yeah, it's certainly a close watch, and it's uh, it's one on on the coach's radar. Interesting, you talk talk about the Carlton way. You've had two ways this year. You've had slow, laborious, and shockingly boring and uh, losing, and you've had this exciting uh, go forward uh, mechanism. The difference between the two, I mean, obviously there's a lot of things that must have changed. For, and I, I was here commentating when you, I think, kicked six goals out of the centre against the Suns. But it is, mm. it seems that forward handball is the thing that has electrified you. Is, is there other things to it or am I just imagining things? No, there's no doubt, Jared, that we, we became a really kick-mark kick, kick mark team and we, and, and we lost a bit of run and dash from, from our overlap. But it was more, more the live play, the live ball. You know, there's times where the oppo just simply don't let you. You know, that's a bit like us when we try and defend other teams. We want to we want to defend as close to goal as possible, and and we we you're right. It was the live game that um, our meters gained from handball. It was more more that 45, that run and receive pattern, and the run and overlap that we weren't able to generate. Um, and we've got we've got some really explosive mids um, in there, and you know, they're, and, and they're big bodied. And then you know we got Walshy on the outside that can get going, and Cripps can use his power and. And we were going, we were going back and lateral too often, which is allowing your, your oppo team defence just to just to a to get too much heat on the ball to start with, and then and then let their team defence get set. So we we opened the boys up a little bit. We knew what we were trying to chase. It was around that pressure and and taking the game on more. And, and to the boys' credit, and and Vossi steered it. Um, you know, everyone got in behind him, and, and we got to work on it. So we saw that transfer. Um, you know, it didn't take immediate effect and it didn't stick straight away, but it took took a couple of weeks. And we got a bit of traction in that Gold Coast game. And and from there, we, um, you know, we started to, started to play more like us in our DNA. Aaron, you know, you, you understand more than anyone that it takes the full 22 in a big final to, to have an impact. But last week, two in particular, I thought were excellent, were Cottrell and, and, and Fogarty. The way that they 
played their footy. It was it was calm and it was controlled and it was in a big final as well. Yeah, both outstanding. Um, and again, just in that team meeting, we, we just really highlight our, our role players and what they mean to us. And, and more so the team, you know, the team defence. We love them to play on instinct and, and get going on instinct when we've got the ball. But but it's more, it's more structured in team defence and what they're able to do with us. Um, you know, post-stoppage and, and how they're able to get back in and equalise and put a heat, heap of heat on. And then we all of a sudden we need them 140 metres in the goal square, um, you know, either killing the ball or, or, or defending one and a half and getting their hands dirty at ground level there. So we ask a lot, um, but we're not asking um, anything that we haven't seen. And, and, and that's when you come into this team, you know, Vossi's, um, you know, really big on you know, just just be good at your role. We don't need you to be doing anything different. But but Cots, we just need you to do, to, to, to be you. Same, same goes for Cripper. We, we love what he does, but we just need him to, to, to be himself, and that's the same with those those role players in Fogarty and Cots. Does George Hewitt get a, a, a role, a mining role at stoppage? Uh, I mean, I know he's freed up and he's, he's a much different player to the one he was with Sydney, but does he look after Petrarca if he's at a clearance or does he look after uh, Oliver potentially? Yeah, we'll see what they do at um, stoppage. They're, they're quite dynamic through there, as you know, Jared and Petrarca, you know, potentially starts forward and then just drifts into the mid and and then he'll he'll spit a couple of other other mids forward. And so we need to be really mindful of that. Um, but I think George plays his best footy. Well, I know George plays his best footy when he's hunting the opposition. And um, you know, he's quite he's really he's really disciplined in his role. We we know if we need to shut down Viney or, or Oliver, we've got him up our sleeve. Um, so we'll get him going early, and um, you know we'll get him involved at the cold face at, at, at stoppage, and then and then he can play off there. But he's, he's a bit like that that lever one. He's certainly if we need to go to that go to that early, we will. Aaron, appreciate your time. Good luck for tonight. Pleasure. Thanks, gents. Aaron Pleasure. Hamill from the Cup coaching staff. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Book a test drive today. Visit hyundai.com.au or your local showroom. Christian Petrarca did a lot of goal kicking at the end of the warm-up there, so I think that's a pretty good indication. And Mark Williams had his studious eye across most of what he was doing. Our major partner is the TAC. Don't use your phone illegally while driving TAC. We're going to set you up for Blues Radio and for D's Radio next. They're both there on the SEN app from half past seven. So you can choose the parochial call. Well, you can stick with us. Oy, I, would, I would dance around tonight just on the flow of the game and see what was happening. This is the AFL Nation. When are you pre- suggesting they go to Blues Radio, Joe, when they're in front or when they're down? <laughs> oh, it's so... It was, it was equally excellent when they mucked things up horrendously. <laughs> Mackay from the goal square, Kemp on the behind line as to when they were kicking goals to win the game. It was equally excellent. You might have to indicate to Demons fans where Blues Radio is for them just in case they're <laughs> yes. five in front. I did get a great text during the week saying there's Blues Radio, there's D's Radio and there's Sad Cats Radio. <laughs> I think that's us, Dwayne. <laughs> this is the AFL Nation pregame show for <laughs> Beaumont Tiles. Subway Tiles from 29.95 at Beaumont Tiles.